the pioneers of outlaw country, cowboys, lawmen, and outlaws, to the businessmen and women who all helped shape Jamopolis and Hot Springs County, Wyoming. Here are their stories. A Mountain Man Christmas. crackled, lending its light to the wilderness and casting a dim glow on the snow surrounding the camp. The bears were hibernating, and the deer and elk had fled to lower elevations. The mountain men were hungry, their traps empty. They stripped the cottonwood tree for nutrients for themselves and their pack animals. They were afraid to use their guns for fear of the hostile black feet that had pursued them so the geese flew safely overhead, out of reach. Their stomachs growled, and they melted snow for drink. Captain William Sublet donned a pair of snowshoes and prepared for the long journey home. It was Christmas 1829 in the Wind River country, a wild and untamed land, and he was leaving his trappers to head back to St. Louis for supplies and provisions for the next rendezvous. Among these mountain men were the Greenhorns. In 1829, Joe Meek was a teenage runaway who had joined this band of men as a hired hunter and trapper only the spring before. The tall Virginian had already been attacked by Indians, lost in the country, and had met starvation. However, this new frontier held him, and as he hunkered near the fire, warming his hands and celebrating Christmas, he wasn't ready to go back to civilization. The group of men had just crossed the Bighorn Mountains into Wind River Valley, having had altogether a successful fall hunt. Despite the severity of the weather and difficult of mountain traveling in the winter, they made some important explorations in this formidable wilderness. The snow was so deep that the men had to keep in advance and break the road for the animals. To make their conditions still more difficult, there were no provisions in camp, nor any prospect of plenty for men or animals until they should reach the buffalo country beyond the mountains. Meek, as usual, had no underwear or even a shirt. Like most of the mountain men, he wore only a beaver fur cap, buckskin breeches, moccasins, and his capote, a blanket coat with hood attached. A shirt served no purpose in the mountains except to dress himself up at rendezvous. There wasn't any warmth to be found in the thin cotton, and the lice liked to nestle down in the seams. It was nearly Christmas 1829 when the camp first arrived on Wind River, and the cold intense. They had traveled from present-day Cody and were heading to the plains where the buffalo roamed. While the men celebrated Christmas as best they might under the circumstances, Cap 
drifting sublet started to St. Louis with one man, Harris, on snowshoes, with a train of pack dogs. The snow was too deep for the horses and mules, so they were left behind in camp with his hungry mountain men. Such was the indomitable courage and energy of this leader and these men who followed him in pursuit of the beaver and other adventures in this land that would one day be known as Wyoming. May this holiday season sparkle and shine. May all of your wishes and dreams come true and the fires of friendship keep you warm. Merry Christmas from our family to yours. I am your host, Jackie Dorothy. This was written and directed by Legend Rock Media Productions. Be sure to subscribe to Pioneers of Outlaw Country so you don't miss a single episode of this historic series. The stories of our pioneers were brought to you by the Hot Springs County Pioneer Association. And this podcast was supported in part by a grant from Wyoming Cultural Trust Fund, a program of the Department of State Parks and Cultural Resources. This is a production of Legend Rock Media.